Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to Friday morning episode. Um, uh, Thursday evening, if you are IFS, of course you get uh, exclusive early access to the Monday and Friday episodes when we get them done early. So that's not always, but most of the time. And uh, of course, if you're an IFS subscriber, you also get um, three exclusive episodes a week. At the, at the most what I'm saying is it's a good time to subscribe to the IFS and help keep this podcast afloat yeah for God's sake yeah, this is magical cool. stuff and uh, but magic doesn't come free you're living through podcast history basically <laughs> by being IFS if you're listening nine months later when we knock these out free to wear it's ancient history but you are living through the making of history trust us there's plenty more to come uh, there you go. That's the begging ball out for a couple of minutes. Do you want to hear about my day out to Bournemouth with Lenny, my 10-year-old son? As if I'm going to say no to that. So at the beginning of the summer, I said, listen, we're not going on lots of holidays. Bournemouth? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, no, I just went, look, I tell you what, I'm really busy over summer. We're going to have a couple of weeks away, but just in the UK, right? Mm. So we're going to Wales next week and stuff. And I went... You know, I tell you what, to make up for it, we'll go on some day trips, yeah? Yeah. And I said, we always coin in at the Isle of Wight down in Shanklin, right? That's our coin spirit, our coining spiritual home. Yeah. I said, but, you know, we need to sort of spread our wings a bit and try out, taste some of the coining that's available elsewhere in the UK. So I said, you know, we'll go on a day trip, do some coining. So right at the beginning of the summer, I Googled best arcades southeast of England. And straight away, top of the list came up a place called Happy Land. And like, what's not to like about that, Andy? Do you know what I mean? A place exactly. called Happy Land, right? Yeah. Um, if, it del- if it delivers what it says. Well, it reminded me and Len straight away of, I don't know if you remember from the Pinocchio Odyssey, Pleasure Island. Oh, yeah. So that's what we not, started thinking about straight place. away. And he kept joking straight away, going, do, you, do they give us cigars and beer in Pleasure Island, <laughs> in Happy Land? And I'm going, oh, I hope so. Right. I don't care if it it's turns me got, into a mule. It, it's also got kind of a whiff of a Winter Wonderland kind of thing. Yeah. Which they so, invariably go wrong. But it's been there for a while. So I said, right. So all summer we've been joking, oh, can't wait till Happy Land, can't wait till Happy Land. So yesterday, finally the day came. Happy Land Day. So we drive down to Bournemouth. Len's made a playlist. Absolutely banging. I'll tell you something else about the playlist later. Like, so he's quite precise. So he asks exactly where we're going. He Googles it. He gets the postcode. He puts it in Google Maps. He works out the exact length of the journey, according to Google Maps. And then he makes a Spotify playlist to be precisely double the length of that journey so we can listen on the way there and the way back. 
Lyle's like got that. the logistical skills of Andy Dawson. Of an Andy Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, he's a perfect sort of scientifically created podcaster. He's got the living out loud yeah. swagger of Delaney and the logistical genius of Dawson. <laughs> he has. He has. Right. And uh, so anyway, we get there. Beautiful sunny day. Bournemouth is a beautiful place, by the way, mate. It's absolutely... I hadn't been right. there in years. I went there... I worked out it was 30 years since I've been to watch West Ham play them in a friendly. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's fucking amazing. Beautiful beach. And it was gorgeous weather. And we park the car and we go, right, let's not fuck about. Let's get to happy land. Didn't, didn't Harry Redknapp continue to live there? Yeah, yeah, in, in the, the pool area, because it's yeah. the most expensive, I think it's the most expensive real estate in the whole of Europe, is yeah. uh, Sandy so Is it Sandbanks Bay? or something Sandbank, like that? Sandbanks, yeah. Because yeah, it's where Rum parts their bit, fucking yeah. yachts, right? Yeah. And actually, I didn't manage to see that, but I had told Len about that, you know, it was on our agenda to go and just have a, a pipe about we Sandbanks. We weren't allowed to go and look at it. <laughs> oh, we probably would have got shot, wouldn't we? Well, we go down there, and I said, look, I can tell you're flagging. You know when a kid's flagging, right, yeah. and you've got to just put food inside them? Like, it's like fuel. You have to fuel a child. A, a young lad doesn't always understand that he's hungry. And I could see he was getting a little bit grumpy, and I thought, he just needs to get some fucking food in him. And I was like, first things first, let's eat. No, happy lamb first. Are you sure, mate? Happy lamb first, then eat. I've got a coin first, right? He's got all his coins ready. <laughs> so we walked down the front. We're walking, walking, walking. Where the fuck's Happy Land? We get there and, mate, Happy Land. I don't want to slag it off because something might... It was a bit shit. I think uh. in Len's head, Happy Land sounds like Disneyland. And he thought mm. it was going to be the most sensational arcade, you know, beyond his wildest dreams. Yeah. And it was very small, smaller than the one we even go to in Shanklin. It was there was a couple of dusty looking old coining machines in there, but it was mainly mm. occupied out the front with those children's rides for little kids where you, you get in a helicopter or a car yeah. and you put in fifty pin, it just fucking rocks with some silly music, right? Yeah. But you're of that age then that would be Happy Land. He went You know that's, what I mean? I went he went, That's not Happy Land. I said it is, mate. He goes, No, it's not. I said, It is. Oh. And he went, Where does what it say it? Happy Land? And I pointed, and there's a big fucking sign saying Happy Land. And he followed my finger, and then he saw it. And I'm not joking. I thought he was going to cry. Oh, no. His his lips started to go. And I was like, mate, what's the matter? He went, we've been waiting all summer for this. This is rubbish. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm laughing now, but obviously I was heartbroken. So I said, listen, mate, this doesn't need to be a crisis. I'm disappointed too. Happy Land does look a bit shit. But look where we are. We're on a beautiful beach. The sun's shining. There's loads of shit to do. It's like busy down. There's a pier. There's rides. There's everything. There's loads of places to eat. I said, this is going to be okay. Just keep the faith. Let's eat. Everything seems better after we eat. First two cafes we go to, either it's seafood only. We don't eat fish or seafood. Or, uh, it's gonna, you know, like these places as well. Queue up for ages. You give them your order. And then, just as they're about to take payment, they go like this. Just so you're aware, it's a 35-minute wait for food at the moment because we're very busy. And you think, why didn't you fucking tell me that earlier, you clown? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I felt, thought, look at the state of my son. He's about to cry because Happy Land's so shit. 
Now you're saying he has to wait for minutes. his chips and beans 35 minutes. He must be fucking joking. That's ridiculous. So I went, fuck that. Thank God we found a burger store. I got him a veggie burger. And he turned to me and he went, I'm really sorry, Dad. I know we've been playing this rages, but to be honest, after I finish this burger, I think I just want to go home. And I went, oh, no. It is, is the thing. Here's a bit of parental advice when I'm listening. I kept my call because that was quite a bombshell thing for him to have dropped. Yeah. I kept my call. And what I did was, I wanted to say either, oh, don't be like that. Oh, I'm going, oh, come on, we can make it right. Or I could have said, that's really spoiled. I brought you down here for the day. I've cleared the day from my schedule to come here. You know, don't. I could have said either of those things. But instead, mate, I just went like this. Okay, that's fine, mate. Eat your burger, have your drink. And if you still feel like that when you're finished, I'll take you home and we'll do something else today. We'll go home and do something else. It's only like hour and a half, right? And he went, okay. And I banked on the fact that once he had the burger and the drink inside yeah. him, right, sugary drink, I thought, ill. And I just sat and we sat in silence in a park eating our burgers. I had to yeah. chase the seagull away a couple of times, but other than that, it was very tranquil. Mm. He finished... He remained quiet for a while and then all of a sudden he sprung to his feet and went, right, mm. let's check out the pier. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't be rash and just react and, and do yeah. that, that, that first gut reaction because he's he, disappointed. He, he, he wouldn't accept he was hungry because sometimes kids don't, right? Yeah. They don't accept they're hungry, they don't accept they're tired and they don't accept they're angry, right? Um, and those three things are, are obviously all overlapping a lot three of the time. Three of the largest emotions. Yeah. And um, and they all kind of feed off each other, those three things, hunger, tiredness and anger, don't they? Yeah. They do for me. So I go, so I just thought, I'll bide my time. I'm fucking certain that he'll get this burger and this drink inside of him and he'll be fine. Well, it paid off. We hit the pier. As soon as we hit the pier, there's a fuck off really new arcade there that is pisses, pisses all over fucking happy land. I don't know what it's called, but it should have been called ecstatic land. Right, if that's fucking happy land, I call that cunt miserable land and this ecstasy land. Right, it had the lot, all types of coining you can imagine, plus the other key things that we look for in an arcade, which are as follows number one, Mario Kart, woof, latest model with new tracks that I had yet to play. Brilliant. Number two, air hockey, three different air hockeys. We played Batman versus Joker. It was £2 for five minutes, but it was really good. It was worth it, yeah. And then... You've got uh, to split it in two. You've got to think pound each, haven't you? Yeah, that's how we took Because I gave him some pound coins, a budget. Mm. And he was happy to split that and Mario Kart with me. And then the other thing that we're big fans of, the basketball game. Yes, I love that. Really good one. And I'm if you, pretty good at that. Yeah, I'm not bad. And uh, I got... You get, you get, if you score a certain number in your like designate two minutes, you get another go. You get another go. But the second go, the total gets higher. Second go, (laughs) the hoop changes position after each score. This, this one, then the Isle of Wight, this doesn't happen. And then if you score, if you beat the target that time, which I did, it then goes to a third round. So you get a third go, effectively another free go. But on the third go, it never stops moving. It's moving Shit. the whole fucking time, mate. So your situation then is you just got to keep lobbing the ball. Yeah, all for the best. You almost yeah. lob it blind and you're going to get a certain amount of baskets. 
I didn't get past that round, but it was brilliant fun. And then there was a Star Wars game where you're on Endor fucking whizzing about on one of those speeders, you know, the ones just trying to fucking shoot a stormtrooper in the back, which was obviously superb as well. So all's well that ends well. However, uh, I then did get him a ice cream. He was about one quarter of the way through it when he dropped it. And again, Mm. I thought he was going to go because, you know, everyone goes when they drop an ice cream. It's the worst thing in the world. I looked at him. He looked back at me and I just said, breathe deeply. Don't overreact. I'm going to get you another one. And he just went, (laughs) all right. (laughs) And then I just got him another one. But I did get him a smaller one Mm -hmm. because I thought you've already had a quarter. Do you know what I mean? He was cool with that. But then, mate, we were going back to the car and I said, I don't want you having that in the car. So let's just sit down there in the shade on this little wall while you finish that, Mr. Whippy. He went, all right. So I sat down on a wall and uh, I know this sounds a bit iffy, but I just chose a wall at random, mate. You know, I like you, I love walls and I usually try to scout out the wall situation in any new place I go to. Yeah, I mean, you can can do it before you go now thanks to Street View on Google. Yeah, exactly. Um, And there's a new app actually just called Woolware and that's W-A-L-L and then W-H-E-R-E. And you you basically type where you are and you just go, show me all the walls in my... And there's a filter, so you might go, I want walls under three foot because you're looking for a good sitting wall, for instance. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Which I was, I was looking for a sitting wall. So I saw this sitting wall and I said, we'll sit here. You you can remove dry stone walls that are impossible to sit on. There are loads of filter options. I use it all the time. I Mm. have it plugged into my car's sat-nav now. Yeah. um, So I know where walls are at all times. Anyway, we sat on this nice sitting wall, but then I realised that it was near a bin alley, and I thought, well, we're here now. And then I saw, this is really bad, right? I saw a geezer, and he had, it was boiling hot, but he had a big coat on, like an all-weather coat like you'd get from Millets, right? And he had the hood on, and he had a, then I noticed he had a bandana around his face. And I thought to myself... I thought, that's a bit weird. And you know, it dawns on you very slowly. I was very tired and hot at this stage. It dawned on me slowly. I thought, look at that geezer. Big coat, hood up, bandana. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh my God, that man is a villain. He is dressed exactly like a villain would dress. <laughs> that, man, that man is a buddy. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was a member of the Famous Five in an Enid Blyton book, <laughs> right? Because they're always on holiday in the summer at the seaside and they come across baddies like that, don't they? And I was like, I want to say anything to Len, but there's a baddie right near us, right? (laughs) So I thought, I better keep an eye on this baddie in case he makes a move and I'll have to spark the cunt, right? Can I I just, can I, before going any further, can I call this episode Bournemouth Baddie? Yes. But it's got, well, wait till you hear the ending because it's actually quite bad. I'll I'll note it down as a possible. Just as I was thinking, what's this baddie up to and am I going to have to spark him, right? He goes and stands by some bins and starts shuffling about, and he keeps looking over at me, looking over, looking over, looking over. And I'm looking back at him thinking, all right, cunt, make a move, right? I'm ready. I'll take you down. I'm fucking ready for you, you cunt. You're going to get Lens Mr. Whippy in your fucking boat race. (laughs) I'm not from this town, but I will take you down. Yeah. And um, and, uh, it is quite bad, because then suddenly I heard some girls scream, and Uh-oh. two quite young girls, like young teenagers, come out the alley going, oh, my days. And they were laughing. Oh, my days. Did you see that? And I looked round mm. 
and he was suddenly, he looked at me and he fucking sprinted off and he'd flashed them. Oh, fucking hell. And I go to these girls, did he just flash you? And they went, oh, I think he was going to the toilet in that alley. Mm, and I went, oh, no. yeah. But he was staring at us when he did it. And then I thought, going to the toilet, was he? So I stood mm. up and had a little pipe. I didn't see any urine. No, exactly. And I went, do you want me to chase him? He disappeared by the stage or call the police. And they said, no, don't worry, our family's just over there. And they said, sorry, we that we... you chase the man who was sprinting away? <laughs> I thought, I'll fucking Could you have caught him? Could you have caught him? I don't know, but I'd have given it a good go. I would definitely have been a better runner than him because right. he didn't look particularly... Fi- I mean, look, mate, if he'd, looked, if he'd looked very physically capable, I would not have got involved. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I could go and look for him because he'd done the off pretty sharpish, but I was pretty cross about it. And um, these girls, I thought they were on their own. So I thought, well, I've got to dish out some retribution. And they said, no, our family's over there. So then their mum and dad came along. I chatted to them about it. And I think, and the dad said, I'll, I'll call the police. And I was like, all right, um, I can't give a description because the cunt had a scarf around his face. And he went, didn't you think that was weird? And I went, yeah, I'm now feeling like I should have just apprehended him before anything happened. Just but what like would that. I have said? I mean, yeah, especially when you're charge? with your kid, Len, wait there. I'm just going to go and hassle this man. Oi, cunty, what are you fucking doing hanging around by the pins of a scarf around your boat? Go on, fuck off, or I'll call the old bill. What? Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. So that was that that was a sad ending to the day. Um 
But the thing was, I thought, has this traumatised Len? The cunt was absolutely oblivious to the whole episode because really? he had a because he had a fucking ninety nine on the go. It phased out. He was just sat on this wall, staring <laughs> out to sea, licking his ice cream. I'm chatting to these girls, saying, "Did he flash you?" Right, all this stuff, and I go to Len afterwards. Oh, that was a bit dicey, wasn't it? And he went, "What was?" I went, "Oh, that bloke. He was being a bit weird with those girls." He goes, "What bloke?" And I went, <laughs> I, "And I went, Len, I was I was going to have to spark someone." And he went, "No, you weren't." because <laughs> you know my nice. kids you know my kids are like just like laugh at me because they go when we're out all dad does is say either tell shout at people call the police then sometimes yeah. say i will knock you out but then never knock the person out and yeah. often claim don't worry kids i'll just kick him in the bollocks yeah yeah we've heard it too many times <laughs> they've heard it the- so many times yeah the dad who cried wolf. Yeah, and it's always God. I'd call the fucking police then. But um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he was luckily oblivious to it. And then on the uh, on the way back, I, my son really likes the music of Oasis. Young blokes okay. love it. So does my daughter. I think they're like amongst young people are becoming sort of like popular again. Anyway, retro cool. We were listening to it, and there's a song that you may remember called Whatever. And, yep. it, and it goes, I'm free to do whatever, right? And there's one line in it where he goes, whatever you please, you can shoot the breeze if you want. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. Whatever you please, if you should. And Len's singing along to it. And he goes, this is one of my favourites. And he sings, whatever you please, you can shoot the priest if you want. Oh. He thought okay. it was shoot the priest, which okay. I thought was a great... Um, uh, Mis- I love misunderstood lyrics. It's one of my favourite subjects. My mum's the queen of it. She, of course, used to sing Sexy Lady to the tune of In the Navy. Right. Yeah. Sexy lady, you can sail the seven seas. Sexy lady. Oh, it works. It does work. And she sung that consistently for years when we were kids. It's weird for a mum to be singing the village people anyway. But, uh, yeah, you can shoot the priest is a good one. So it's weird also, for a mum to be singing boss, the village people. The fucking last president of the United States used to play them as he ended his rallies. <laughs> and he walked off stage. He used to play YMCA. Did he? I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. By the way, he's defending himself in court, isn't he? Yeah, I saw that. That's, in, that, that's exciting. Bring that on. It's extremely exciting, that, isn't it? <laughs> We'll fucking live stream that. <laughs> Comment yeah. on it as it happens. I think that might be our Twitch debut. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's so, it. That's that's everything that happened in Bournemouth, pretty much. It, cool. it ended well, apart from the flasher, but luckily we didn't see any cock. Len didn't, yeah. I didn't. It was just, it left a bad taste in the mouth, so to speak. I went to Edinburgh yesterday again, um, a day trip with my son. Because I'd been up there for two days last week and um, saw some comedy, and I thought, well, I'll take the boy. Yeah. Because my daughter and, and, and our mum were away uh, right. in London for a few days, so it was just me and him. I says, well, we'll go back to Edinburgh, we'll have a look at some comedy, have, have some laughter. Yeah. So, fucking lols. Yeah. So, we did that, and he, he did, he pulled off the perfect road trip up there. There was yeah. no playlist or anything like that. Right. It basically, we were 10 minutes on the road, it's a two and a half hour car ride up to yeah. Edinburgh. Uh, we were 10 minutes into the journey. He falls asleep. 
and he wakes up as we reach the outskirts of Edinburgh itself. Ah, beautiful. So he got to Edinburgh in basically 20 minutes. Mate, that's like me on the train, isn't it? When we trained yeah. it around for our first tour. Yeah. And I used to do that when we were like students, me and my mate, we were, at, we were at uni in Sussex and we would drive to every West. My mate drove, at, at the, before I had a car or could drive, my mate who, who came to West Ham with me, he drove. Every every home game, he would drive from Brighton to Upton Park, and I would always fall asleep in the, exactly like your son within the first ten minutes. Yeah. But when I woke up, which was just as we were sort of entering East London, he would be livid with me, like literally really <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> oh man, I was the opposite yesterday. I kept looking across at him and willing him to stay asleep. Yeah. To see if it could do this all the way and just not be conscious of the journey. I was like... Because car journeys are fucking boring. Yeah, they're boring. Well, I don't mind driving. I hate being a passenger. Yeah, I, like I really like driving. Yeah. i got a long drive to North Wales tomorrow and I'm buzzing for it. I've even booked a stop off. I've even booked lunch at a pub in Shrewsbury on the way, mate. Oh, logistics. Excellent. Real, I've really gone hard on the logistics. I've, I've planned what services. I've researched what services are on route. So I'm Lovely. quite excited about it. And I, I actually love it when I'm driving. But I hate being a passenger on a long journey. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. I get car sick and everything. Um, but I don't know so, why my um, mate got so cross. Like, he felt that it was, like, out of order and disrespectful. Yeah, rude. But He's I'm doing thinking, all the work and you're keeping the company. Most people, and you can vouch for this, when they're travelling with me, would think... The last thing I need is this cunt rabbit in the whole way. Yeah, we just want silence. I've flown with my brothers before and they purposefully make them, they book separate seats from me because they they don't, they go, and they're really open about this, go, well, we just don't want to listen to you. We don't want to talk to you the whole time. We don't want to listen to you talking. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, I know that I can be annoying and uh, we all have our flaws. I'll just have a kick. Mm. Yeah, thank you very much. So, yeah, so he completely you know, blanked out the drive up there, which was good for him. Lovely. Um, we got up there and there is a refuse collector strike right across Scotland in 13 councils in Scotland. Oh, no. You know, Edinburgh at this time of year is absolutely Lots of refuse. full to bursting. Lots of refuse. There's public bins everywhere because that's a good thing, you know. Mm. They're, but they're, they're all overflowing. All full. They're all overflowing. Seagulls are bombing around. Taking oh, their pick. They're loving it, whatever, aren't they? The seagulls. The, this is boom oh, time. They're like, seagull Christmas. this is a golden age for seagulling. Drink seagull it in because it won't last forever. In the yeah. end, some, there'll be a compromise between the union and the authorities and then it'll be over. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen it before. Fucking savour every last moment of this. They're going around going, look, humans, you do not need to worry. We will not be taking things out of your hands like chips and pasties like we normally do. There's an amnesty. We're uh, dealing solely with the stuff from the uh, bins that's lying all over the pavements. We, we'll take our pick from that. We, the seagulls of Britain, of the skies we, of the UK. We come in peace. We have announced that for this summer, we shall be dining only on refuse. <laughs> <laughs> to support so, the you, the humans, in this difficult time. You, you remember like that vintage footage of 78, 79, the winter of discontent where yeah, yeah. bin bags were building up in mm. central London and all that. It's getting like that. And it's Wednesday now. There's still an impasse in the talks this morning on Thursday as I record this, as, as I record this, as we record this. <laughs> yeah. um, so the weekend's coming up. It's a bank holder weekend. It's going to be absolutely nuts up there. It's the last weekend of the festival. 
and the streets could well be just knee-deep in refuse by the time the end of the weekend comes. So if you're going to go up there this weekend... Yeah, watch hell, out. Watch out wellies. for seagull bobbing and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, where, and, where and carry light. I, Victor, posh Victorians used to walk around with an orange studded with cloves that they held under their nose. That's right. Because yeah, it, do that. it stunk so much. So think about taking one of them with you. Definitely do that. So we went to see some great shows. We went to see... Um, who was it? We went to see Lost Voice Guy, the fella who won Britain's Got Talent a few years ago. The guy that right. the, the guy with cerebral palsy, who's oh, yeah. got the the iPad with the voice thing in, right. and he just presses his buttons for it to see is is set. Right. So he was good. He was really good. Um, and we saw um, a, a sketch duo called Delightful Sausage. Well, that's good. Um, who have uh, who were then later in the day they were nominated for the Edinburgh Comedy Award because they're that good. Wow, um, and we we said a lot of them afterwards because the, the the fella, it's a, it's a man and a woman, and the fella is a, a, a comedian called Chris Cantrell, uh, and he follows me on Twitter, so we kind of right. knew each other a bit. Yeah. So said Twitter a lot. friends, that was nice Twitter friend, yeah. Hello, Twitter friend, hello. So it was all like that kind of thing, and he had a bit of a chat with me son and all that. So my What's son's the woman like starstruck. What's the woman? Amy called? Gledhill. Right. Okay. So Amy's been... They've both been nominated for the Comedy Award for their duo show. Amy's been nominated for a solo show as a newcomer. Um, so that hopefully they'll win something because they're really, really good. They're both from Yorkshire. So they oh, probably nice. won't win because they're from the provinces. But um, yeah. you never know. So that was good. So my son got a bit starstruck having a chat with them and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, we went to see Josh Pugh, who is... Uh, stand comedian, and he got nominated later in the day as well for the comedy awards. So we chose really well. Oh, we chose all the good stuff. You got a good instinct for it, haven't you? We we did did the logistics. Thing is, if you're going to go to Edinburgh, it's nearly finished for this year. But if you're going to go next year, you can like check things out on YouTube first and watch a couple of minutes, see if you like them or not. Why can't we do Edinburgh next year? Like what, just sure. a, a one-off? Yeah. Is it too hard to? Is you competing with too many yeah, different that's the shows? Thing. It's so fucking tough on them. You see those comedians complaining about the price of accommodation for yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah, it kills them, doesn't it? And and venue hire and publicity, and nobody makes any money out of it. And a few of them, they're all they're all gunning for that nomination place in the comedy award. Yeah, we don't the like 16 that anyway. Nominees. What do we need and it the, for? We don't fucking need it. Yeah, it's exactly. just going to cost us a load of money for no reason. We'll just yeah. go up there if we want to go up there. We did a show in Edinburgh once, 112 people came. We're not going to fucking do That's it during bad. the festival when everybody else is on. Yeah. It was a good show. But, I, I think we played Edinburgh twice, or maybe not. No, we didn't. We missed it out the second time. Ah, uh, Glasgow. We did Glasgow twice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, anyway, it's a good, it's a great laugh, refuse or no refuse. <laughs> maybe I will come up next year. I haven't been for quite a few years, but it's uh, it's I'm always go a good for laugh. I'm like four days, I think, next year. I'm going to make it a mini holiday. I'm going to do it properly. Yeah, book early. And I... I met. Uh, I bumped into a comedy TV producer person friend who uh, she got out a piece of A4 with a spreadsheet printout that she'd done. And she's, she's got, got four, to go to five days that she's there. And she's got everything logistically perfect with like all the dates and times and all that and things in different colours, which I didn't really understand. But that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Mm. Plus, of course, there's loads of the free fringe as well. There's loads of stuff on. There's venues where loads of comedians. Uh, just put their show on and it's free and you pay what you want or pay what you can yeah. so you can just nip into them and just say I'll give this a try see what it's like yeah. give them a couple of quid if I like it if it's not great. fuck them really good it's a really good um, short break 
Uh, I think that's about it. We'll do some football predictions, Sam, before we go. Yeah. Uh, I worked out what happened last week because there was the problem with the document that hadn't saved properly on um, last weekend's predictions. And I can tell you that you got one point last weekend. Fuck. I got zero points. Oh. And Results Bot got two points. Can't. So Results Bot's now on seven. You're on three, and I'm on two. Results Bot is streaking ahead, so we need to get out of the I'm back, I'm yes. You haven't allowed me on the pod for years, and you've just been bad-mouthing me. Well, now I'm back, so up yours. All of those away wins that were happening during lockdown that nobody could understand. They've gone now. They've gone now. Home wins. Home wins. <laughs> so that's how it's looking. Yeah, the fucker might win this year. Um, all right, then here we go. Brighton versus Leeds. What do you reckon? 2-1 Brighton. 2-1 to Brighton. I think it will be 1-0 to Brighton. Results spot also says, What the How win? <sighs> Liverpool versus Bournemouth. Uh, Liverpool struggling a bit, but I think they'll get their mojo back. I reckon 3-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. Result spot 1-0 Liverpool. Aston Villa versus West Ham United. 1-0. I'm going to go for... for I mean, well, have you lost the first three in yeah, the league? we haven't even scored a goal yet. <sighs> Fuck. We're, bot, we're rock bottom. I'll go 1-0, Villa. Sorry. Oh, fair. Sunderland versus Norwich. Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Ooh. Should be drenched in sunshine. Lovely. That's your, your, your game first on this. I am. Uh, fucking hell. Norwich, good team, though. Yeah. Good team. 1-0 Sunderland. 1-0. I'm just replicating all the results spots predictions here. Finally, Brentford versus Frank Lampard's Everton. <laughs> um, to give him the full title. I will say 3-1 Brentford. Did you just say I will foresee? No, I will say. I will say 3-1 to the bees. Could have, could have sworn you said I will foresee. <laughs> I'll play that part later. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a check of that. 3-1 Brighton I'm going to check that because I think he's lying 3-1 Brentford 3-1 <laughs> Brentford more like mm-hmm. uh, I think this will be <clears throat> oh fucking hell 2-2 um, 1-0 oh. result spot says there you go that's all the predictions I think that's about it for um, for this, this week this podcast I think it's been yeah. a f- full and frank appraisal of our lives and the enjoy, world that surround us enjoy your bank holiday weekend yeah. As it is. Um, we're having the bank holiday Monday off. We're not doing one. So, yeah. fuck yous. So, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm off on holiday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.